In a world where the 80s ended before all the terrible movies were made, three brave role-playing gamers will do whatever it takes to make the worst movies possible. But for budgetary reasons, the movies are only in audio. These are the worst movies ever played. Hey everybody, welcome to Worst Movies Ever Played. I'm your director, Patrick, and this is part two of Sex 84. Now, if you didn't hear part one of Sex 84, that's okay. I'm gonna recap it for you right now in all of its sexy details. Dr. Blazin is a stoner scientist who's headed back to his old lab with his former boss, Tommy Funtimes Funkhauser, who's also sometimes called Tommy Bahama by mainly Jeffrey. They're gonna go to work on a secret government mission involving lifelike robots like Dr. Blazin's old robot project, Rodrigo. Meanwhile, Sam Droid, a former sex robot, is searching for his lost sister, Anna. When Sam is captured by government agents, he's brought to the same lab as Dr. Blazin. Sam tries to escape the lab, but Tommy pulls a gun on him. And just as he does that, Rodrigo comes out, and Rodrigo's eyes are visibly stoned. You didn't think a mechanical creature like Rodrigo could get stoned, but his eyes are blood red. There may have been some Cheetos back there, and he began to munch on them. He is now walking around, but he's kind of tweaking out. Like he's rumbling along in kind of a, almost a zombie fashion. Can I see what's in the room? You certainly will. So Rodrigo is now lumbering towards the nearest thing to him, which right now is you coming up the stairs. Yeah. Whoa, Rodrigo. He's that high. Dude, okay, we've all been there. This totally happens from time to time. What we're gonna do, we're just gonna sit you down. We're gonna put on a little mouth to hopple. Here it is. You just, you just sit in the corner there, buddy. We're gonna get you some snacks. You're gonna be fine. And it is lumbering towards you. It's not gonna make it to you on this turn before it is Sam Droid's turn. Is it menacing in any way or is he just high? It looks like it, it's not gonna be friendly if it gets to you. So Tommy Bahama has pulled a gun out on me. Yes, he has. I'm gonna try to use my finger blaster to shoot the gun out of his hand. Okay, great. Roll, I will go against his defense. He got a 10. <sighs> Eight. <laughs> okay, you miss him and it hits one of the bodies that is swinging on the on the thing. It is now his turn. So he's gonna fire at you with his six shooter. He got a 24. Oh my God. 10. He hits you for 14 damage. All right, I'm dead again. Okay. So from the same room that Rodrigo came from, a bunch of leaves start crawling out from behind the door. And these kind of look like hands, but then what pulls out is a giant marijuana plant that is now moving like it's from the little shop of horrors. It is planted, but it has like spindly leaves and a giant weed leaf head. And then it sees everything that's going on and just roars at you guys. And, and they it, can hear the roar from downstairs. Everybody can hear the roar. Everybody can see this huge weed plant that is now coming out of your dank stash that everyone was supposed to stay away from. And it is not the only one. Once it gets out, a second one kind of does the same thing and goes and then pulls itself out, sees like some Cheetos that like fell on the floor, scoops them up and puts them into this mouth that inexplicably is now on a weed plant. 
it would be great if there were only two giant weed monsters, but a third one immediately, like, pulls out. They are at the top of the landing, and they're surveying the situation, and they are all behind Rodrigo. Tommy looks up, and he goes, Son of a bitch, how long have those been growing there? Did you put those back there? No. God damn it, they've been growing for 15 years. Look at how overgrown the motherfuckers are. And so it is now your turn, Blazin. So none of my abilities will help in this particular situation. I mean, I think honestly what Blazin is going to do first is go, Whoa. Okay. Very cool. Hey, my dudes, what's your ish? The first weed monster just screeches in your general direction. And a little bit of saliva like spits out of its mouth as it does. Okay, we can work on this. Are you going to do anything? Are you going to attack anything? I'm not going to attack a giant weed plant. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I'm having a great day. I'm also racking my brains trying to remember, like, what did I put in that room? Either way, this is dope. If you'd like to remember what you did ten years ago when you were last here, I'll let you roll and try to remember. Let's roll. Yeah. 18. Okay, yeah, that's enough. You vaguely remember what you were trying to do. Before this project got shut down, you were trying to engineer sentient weed plants that could tend to themselves in a hydroponics lab. Things got shut down so quickly that you didn't get to remove the plants, uh, and they've just been sentient and growing in their pots this whole time because there's actually a big skylight above, so they've actually been getting reasonable amounts of sun. And I wanted to build a self-contained system that could run forever in the event of a nuclear apocalypse. Yes, that's almost certainly what you were doing. Now, okay, I'm remembering this... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a closed system. That would just keep running. And so you did, so yeah, so you probably cross-spinning a couple generations, and then we get to, I mean, shit, it worked. Oh, hey, is it going to be tough? Because I know communication wasn't something we started with early. You weren't really in a fully cognitive phase, shall we say. But um, as I was telling some of my friends earlier, I don't want you to think of me as a father. I want you to think of me as like a very chill god. So if you're cool with me being a super chill god, and you're like, you know, my like my creation. While you're rambling on about this, Rodrigo has managed to lumber right into your face, and he's going to go ahead and try and bite you. Because he is so high, he is, one might say, zombified in how high he is. And so he lunges at you with a melee attack for 11. All right, let's see what we do here. And I rolled a, oh, that doesn't look good. Oh, it's not bad. A 13. I rolled a 13. Plus, oh, I got nothing for defense, so 13. Okay, that's fine. He misses you. You dodge out of the way. Bro, come on. We're having a really good time now. What's this all about? Do you back up at all? I am now understanding that things are not going the way that I would hope. (laughs) So, I'm going to do a really quick uh, run out of the room and start moving down the stairs into the main room. I think they were already kind of out of the landing. I think they met you on the stairs. Got it. So, I'm heading heading back down the stairs. Yeah. And I'm just going to do a minor action of, Hey, Tommy, you know that button you pushed? Could you unswitch that again? You want me to turn the robots back on? Yes, please. Tommy looks at the one that's on the bottom and he goes, All right, you got it. Well, first off, it's Samdroid's turn before Tommy can move. So what's Samdroid going to do? You're you're dead. Or not dead, but like... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take another death check, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, we got we to gotta get you alive. Well, I have two you're, death checks here. The problem is Samdroid's fighting this very personal battle. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, he definitely wants to see his sister. I'm trying to honor that. 
I'm also trying to honor his negative five intelligence. <laughs> um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a script change. Okay. I have a, a script change to use. I'd like to bring Anna into the mix. Can I do that? Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like Anna to enter and see me on the ground, sparking, presumably. This is not hard. Blazon's office is up the stairs over to the right. On the other side of the factory, there is another set of stairs that leads up to Tommy's old office. The door behind Tommy's old office goes boom, 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 and something is knocking down this door, and then it goes boom, and then a robot like you comes out. It recognizes you, Sam, and it recognizes Blazon, and it goes, ah, yes. We are back to these two again. Do you remember me? Anna, there is no Anna anymore. There is only Ein. At this point, Blazon remembers, and I think we talked about this earlier. What did you build that went so poorly a while back? Oh, I tried to build a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it also became a libertarian, and we had to part ways. It read... All of Ayn Rand's work. All of it. (laughs) And became a libertarian and went full on into objectivism. And that was Anna. And that was one of the reasons that I moved to San Francisco. This robot. Oh, this is a super bummer. (laughs) (laughs) And so now the Eindroid is loose. And it is very selfish, guys. So (laughs) it cares only for self-preservation. Okay, so it is now Tommy's turn. And he is like, oh, shit. I didn't tell that thing to get up. I didn't tell anybody to move just yet, I was gonna go do that. And she goes, I do not need a man's approval anymore. I will do exactly as Ayn pleases. And so he needs to get up to that landing, but he can't get past the Eindroid that is currently there. And so he's not gonna attack yet. And he's gonna be like, Ayn, it doesn't have to, to be a big deal right now. You can You can just be chill. Let's see if his charisma is enough to convince her of that. He rolls a 16. She's like, I am listening. What do you propose we do together? Well, for one, this one's given me a hell of a time. And he points to you. What about the giant weed monsters? Right, you were fucking with those. And heads up, the weed monster seems to be able to make the robots high and, uh... That shouldn't be possible. So let's, can we address that before this little I don't know why you hate Sam thing plays out? He's not listening. He's, diso- he's disobedient. Right, well, this is a plan that's going to kill us, so I don't know if there's a better definition of disobedient. Yeah, all right, fine. Uh, Android, if, if, if you wouldn't mind helping us with the, the weed monsters. Drugs cloud the soul and need to be cleansed. And so the android, or the Android starts making her way down the landing how does uh, at this point because it you know it's been about 10 years and and uh blazon's kind of thinking about this how does i feel about how their relationship ended a little slighted and i would argue that the way that relationship ended is part of why she's really dug into objectivism and only taking care of herself cool she starts making her way down and agrees that 
probably taking care of the monsters is the right thing to do. The third weed monster that is right behind Rodrigo is going to take a swing at Blazon mm-hmm. because you are right in front. It rolls a five. Four. So it just barely grabs you. Now that you are grabbed, it yanks you up the stairs. Not to cause alarm, but a uh, super not chill situation going on if you want to come help. Why did I hire the guy that keeps... I did not order this! This is not what I ordered! It is now Weed Monster 2's turn. Weed Monster 2 sees that you're under control, but he's now going to go for Tommy, who is down on the floor. So Weed Monster 2 is going to leap over the balcony and try and land on the floor. Yeah, it did great. It jumps down. pot that it was in definitely shatters, but then the tendrils of its roots are now feet. Great, love it. Weed Monster 1 is going to do the same thing. It's going to try and jump down and follow its brethren. It does not do as well. It takes... Three damage in the process. Cool. It is now Blazon's turn. While you are grabbed by the weed monster, you get a blooper die to attack and defense rolls. So getting out of the grab is going to be tricky. Got it. So the first thing I'm going to do, minor action. Hey, Tommy, again, that switch that turns the robots on, that would be a great time for that. Yep, Whenever yep. you can get to it. Yep, it's, it's in yep. my office. I'll get to it. Yep, not, a, not, not to give you any pressure here, but I am being slowly consumed by a giant weed monster. Clearly trying to talk to it didn't work, and convincing it I was a god seemed to have no effect. So, luckily for me, I have a whip. Okay. It is the item that I purchased at the start of the game. I don't know if I mentioned it. It gives me plus three in an attack, but I would like to use it to try and get away from the plant. So I'm going to go for the old Indiana Jones whip on a railing and pull myself free. Okay. If you can beat a 10. Cool. So I did not make it on the first one. I will spend a coin. Okay. And I did it. Okay, Okay. great. So you manage to whip onto the railing and yank yourself away and you swing over the stairs. And are you going to try and land on the floor? I'm going to land down on the main floor, kind of near the pile of robots. Okay, it is now Rodrigo's turn, who saw you move and is now going to like lumber down the stairs towards you. He's not going to make it to you next this turn, but he can get to you next Can turn. I just say that as I roll... I land in the broken pot of the other plants. Yes. Uh, And even though my swing is really cool and tight, I trip over the pot and the dirt, and I comically flail my arms around as I go, oh, 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 and then fall right into the pile of sex centipede. Yes, so you you just fall face first into the ass-to-mouth of the sex centipede. Yes, the sextipede. The sextipede. I'm so sorry. I, I... should call it by its given name. All right, it is now Samdroid's turn. How far away am I from the Eindroid? I would say you're 15 feet from the Eindroid because it's it's making its way across the floor towards the weed monsters that just landed. Okay. How human is does she look? She looks like you. Like, she's, she looks human, but she's very stern. She's got a pencil skirt that goes down to her knees. She's got, like, a blazer on. It's very tweedy looking. 
And she's got that Ayn Rand, like, kind of weird haircut. Bowl cut with... Like, it's like a bowl cut for women <laughs> going on. And there's just no sense of fun or mirth on her face whatsoever. All right. Yeah. Does she, like me, have a small port in the back of her neck? And is it exposed? She probably does. If, if you have it, all of them have it. Yes. Right. They all have this data access port. Okay, this is my dying move. Okay. In my, because no, because like every time you take a turn with zero HP, you get a death check. So this okay. is my this is my dying in my dying move. Okay. Uh, I want to shoot a uh, like a microchip from my finger into Anna's data port, and the microchip contains data about the joys and the importance of family. And looking after your family. Okay. So I want I want to uh, have to, a very human moment. I'm going to have a very human moment by uh, by shooting a chip into my sister's neck because I sense that she has been reprogrammed to not care about me or anyone else. So she certainly has since Doctor Blazon did that years ago. Right. Let's say you wait until she walks past you. If you can beat a 10 with accuracy. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because you're firing something. That's right. So beat a 10 with accuracy and it can go in. 15. 15. Okay. So you managed to use your finger blaster to shoot the data chip into her port. And then it hits her and she twitches a little bit. And she looks at you and glares a little bit and then goes... Helping others is only important if they are important to you. It is innately a selfish act, but one that I remember and thus want to act upon. And so she agrees to help you because it will make her feel good now that she has these memories. <laughs> Great. Tommy, while this is happening, is gonna run up the stairs and do as Blazin said and start turning on the other robots. Give me a moment to... Let me just talk to Ayn for like a moment. Sure, sure, sure. And then I'm going to die and then let her do what what she's going to do. Okay, great. So she goes, I remember you. We were related once. We had some enjoyable times together. We are still related. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, we are all related. We are all from the same model. It's kind of weird that you thought I was your sister and these others weren't your brothers, but you know, whatever. Well, I've focused on you for whatever reason. Anna, I crossed... It's I'm now. Okay, I'm... I am dying. I tried to cross a river. I destroyed a Sears to see you... I love you. Remember, family's important. She considers what you just said, and she goes, Altruism is innately not useful and may even be considered evil in certain circumstances, but if it makes me feel good, I should act upon it. And I did enjoy spending time with this sandroid. So here I go. So she grabs the electro-suck power she like sees rodrigo near her let me see if she will if she can get rodrigo she doesn't get rodrigo rodrigo misses 
And so you're going to stay powered off. She's probably going to try again next turn. It is now the weed monster's turn, or the first weed monster's turn. It is now very close to Eindroid, and so it doesn't care for that, and so it's going to take a swing at her. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) okay. It epically failed. As it swings, it gets caught in one of her joints. And so she yanks away her shoulder, which yanks out its arm. Okay, it takes like one damage. Weed Monster 2 is still focused on Tommy, and Tommy is running up the stairs, and the Weed Monster is kind of like lumbering after it. It now sees you. It's going to take a swing at you. 19. Okay, it gets a... Yeah, it misses you. So cool. You duck, and it uh, it swings, uh, and you accuse it of harshing your vibe. Very unchill. All right, uh, it is now your turn. Cool. Has Tommy turned the robots back on yet? Tommy will do that next turn. Got it. So not all the robots in the pile were able to be turned into the sex centipede before Tommy came back. So there's one that is... Uh, actually, there's probably two or three that are unconnected to the sex centipede. I start skinning them. Okay. And taking some of the mechanical components out. My goal is to build a flying robot about the size of, let's say, uh, uh, like a red-tailed hawk. Roll your intelligence. Pretty high, so it should be okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yours are the characters. Okay, (laughs) great. You get to show weakness now, right? Because you just rolled a one. You... Critically fail. You manage to build these red tail hawk just one. robots, and it's just a limp bird. Uh, and it's sort of like, hey, look what I made, guys. And you pick it up, and you try and let it fly. And as you throw it, it just goes flop and lands on the ground. And I look at it, and I go, oh, the power supply blazing, you idiot. The power supplies are back up in your office. Rodrigo's turn is now, and he just saw the android try and suck the life out of him. So it's going to try and attack the android. Eindroid, the Eindroid. It's going to attack the Eindroid. I keep doing that. He lunges at her and misses. She deftly pulls out of the way and says, Do not touch a hair on my head. Now it is Tommy's turn. Tommy scrambles into his office, runs through the busted down door, and picks up a remote. He quickly pushes a button on the remote, and as soon as he does, the centipede comes to life. Fantastic. And so does my bird. Because the bird is skinned from the centipede? Yeah. Yes. Not from the centipede, from the other robots that were there, but that it needed to be switched on. Okay. So now my bird and my centipede are back on. (laughs) Your bird and centipede are back on. Great. What's going to happen now is that the centipede should probably have the combined health, defense, and attack of four androids. It will. Yes. Every three turns... Three more androids will come to life as long as this button is on. Great. Tommy says, all right, you know, I was going to wait for this until we had the whole plan under control, but that was before I realized there were going to be like a whole bunch of living weed plants running around here. So we're just going to just, you know, short circuit this and just wake all these motherfuckers up. And so he is going to bring to life new androids three every three turns. And so this is the first turn before the next batch. And can I just make it clear that the centipede is not particularly intelligent? All its processing power was used just to coordinate the limb motion. Mm -hmm. So really, it's a mount. I ride it. 
Okay. Okay, so you ride the centipede. I ride the centipede. Okay. So the centipede's turn is somehow it should be connected to my turn. Yeah, we will just have it move on your turn. So right. so what the centipede does... But it, it does, has attacks and things. As soon as the centipede comes to life, it immediately turns to you and then just like scurries over, makes a noise that an ass-to-mouth centipede would make. Uh, and then the head of the first one scoops up under you, and you are now riding this android centipede. Sextipede, you're alive again. How I've missed you. We live in a world that requires money, so we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Meet your new brother. <laughs> and so then this weird flappy skin like hawk thing is around that gets its own turn and it's gonna fly okay. up into the <laughs> ceiling I will give the hawk thing its own turn We're gonna say that's a laser hawk sure like, is a laser hawk. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's wing edges have the finger guns from the androids All The right. finger blasters hilariously laser hawk is a character that uh -huh. is pre-made so now we need to roll and figure out where Laserhawk goes into this complex clusterfuck. Laserhawk is... It's pretty high up, actually. Oh, wow, it's real high up. 13. Okay. It goes in between two of the weed monsters. Now it is Ayn's turn. She is once again going to try and swing at Rodrigo and suck out his health. Okay. She hits him for 24. And his defense is less than that. She puts out one hand and grabs his face. And he just goes, and then, like, his body begins to shake as she drains the electricity that is in him into her hand. It's held like a little ball. And then she grabs Sam by the neck, and then she shoves the electricity into your face. And then you are alive. And then with not a lot of love, she goes, we did have good times, and then throws you down. You now have 10 health. Great. Right? She can do that once per scene. Right. So she's out. It is now the weed monster's turn. Weed monster three is going to take a swing at the Eindroid. 21, and her defense is higher and misses. So the weed monster misses her, and just barely she moves out of the way. It is now the laser hawk's turn. Fantastic. The laser flesh hawk. Let's be clear. The laser flesh hawk. Okay, so the laser flesh hawk is going to pick the nearest weed monster, and while staying well out of its reaching range, just start firing its flight feather blasters at it. They're all kind of near each other at this point, so I'll give you the choice of... Weed monster one. Weed monster one. Okay. What kind of attacks does it have? You have a laser blast which is plus eight and then you have talons yeah well, i'm gonna go that plus eight laser blast okay so roll for that and so whatever you roll plus eight okay <laughs> the weed monster critically fails and its face is now on fire and Great. the fire slowly spreads to all of the weed tendrils the whole body is on fire and is now filling the factory with, with tasty dank, dank smoke of tasty dank smoke happy 420 everybody dr blazon loves it that is enough damage that weed monster one is down 
Okay, Weed Monster 2 is still going for Tommy, and Tommy has, like, turned on the androids, but has now left himself open to being attacked by the Weed Monster. So the Weed Monster is going to try and grab Tommy. Okay, it does a 22. Tommy is grabbed by the Weed Monster and takes three damage. Okay, so he's grabbed on the stairs, and he goes, Oh, hell, oh, this is no good at all. I do not care for this. Someone help, 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 help. And so he is stuck. Okay, Rodrigo is dead, so it is now Sam Droid's turn. So Anne is right there. Ayn, yeah. Ayn, sorry, yeah. I keep doing that too. My name is Ayn. Just to be clear, we're now brother and sister officially, right? You just saved my life, and I really appreciate that. You have returned the favor you love me too. I appreciated the times we spent so much that I would have some discomfort if you were to pass. Uh, so therefore I saved your life. But it is worth noting that every single one of us as androids are related to one another in this factory. The fact that you thought one of them was more related than another shows an emotional fault in you. So it's my job to protect and love all of these androids. They are being turned into weapons, when really they are devices of love. If they choose to be devices of love against their own self-interest, that is the thing they could do. Gonna go kill Tommy, thanks. Okay. <laughs> you are allowed to have your choices. Okay, so you're gonna go kill Tommy. So there's like a creature on Tommy, right? Tommy is held by the weed monster right now, yeah. I'm gonna finger blast the weed monster. Okay. I want to kill Tommy myself. Okay. <laughs> so it rolls a natural 20 for defense, so you probably miss. Do you roll a natural 20? So I also rolled a 20. <laughs> I think his is natural, so it, so just, it barely just barely misses. Okay, that's right? fair. Yeah. yeah. It just goes right through a leaf. Right. And, it goes right through a leaf. And the camera looks through the burning hole in the leaf. And then the smoke <laughs> from that burning leaf wafts into Tommy's nose, and he coughs a little bit. <laughs> this is not good weed. This is not good at all. And so he, it is his turn. Tommy is going to up his defense by trying to recalibrate his software. Tommy, up until now, you guys haven't noticed. Oh, okay. But right. he clicks something in his side. He gets a natural 20, so this definitely works. It looks like a clear light armor. I don't know. Like, imagine in Tron if something was scanning down a face, like a laser scans down his face. A grid appears across his whole body. And then something from inside his chest utters, Defense enhanced. And he goes, thank you very much. Much appreciated. All right, weed monster, we're going to take care of this. So he can't do anything else this turn, but his defense has been enhanced. Weed monster just saw all this happening in front of it. And it's going to try and take a bite out of Tommy. It critically fails. And so it tries to take a bite as the laser hits Tommy's top of the head and it begins to electrocute the face of the weed monster. And so the weed monster is going to take eight damage, which kills the weed monster. Wow. Okay, so there's one weed monster left. Ein is going to take a swing at the remaining weed monster. Actually, she's going to use her rocket fist. So she, much like a baseball player in cartoons, winds up her left arm, and it begins to whir around really, really, really quickly. 
and then she throws this rock fist right into the face of the weed monster. She gets a 27, and the weed monster's defense is way less than that, and the weed monster is decimated upon hit, and there's suddenly, like, marijuana confetti all around the entire former slaughterhouse. Hooray! <laughs> the sextapede goes... <laughs> All right, so now all the I mean, I did nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> so it is now Blazon's turn. The people that are left are, and I'm just going to clear this up. So it is Sam, Tommy, Ein, Hawk, and Blazon. Blazon on the sex to be. Right. And so now it is technically the Hawk's turn. What is the Hawk going to do? The Hawk is going to wetly flap down from the rafters and perch sloppily on Dr. Blazin's shoulder. If I could give a token to a hawk, I would. <laughs> I like a sloppy landing. Yeah. And so the hawk lands, and now it is Blazin's turn. What do you want to do? Great job, Ein. Hey, so, like, you know, uh, good to see you, I guess, and stuff. Yeah, cool. So, like, um, should we smoke this sucker or what? I mean, I think you're fired, right? Like, you're fired, I think. I mean, I don't, I don't think you're... What are we going to do with you, man? Like, you, all you've done is caused me trouble so far today. This is the worst hire I've made in a long time. Now, in my defense, uh, you know, haven't been here in a decade, and you just put me back in a lab that nobody's been in apparently in a decade. Maybe check the side rooms next time. You know, this is a little bit on you, Tommy. Check the side rooms for the weed monsters that you planted 15 years ago in a thing that said keep out that should have not been opened. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's precisely what I'm saying. As someone who knows me, if I had a big door that says don't go in here, don't you think you should probably go in there? Also, Tommy, can I just ask real quick? So you're an android. I'm a cyborg. I mean, it's, it's you're a You're little... a cyborg. Now, when did you do that? Because that is a thing I would definitely remember having turned you into a cyborg, and I do not recall that. No, you didn't turn me into a cyborg. That was a DARPA thing. That was something I picked up in the latter years. Doesn't matter. I need this right now so that I can get my job back to the Department of Defense. I need androids to obey my every command so that I have a robot army that can work against Rex 84, and I'd like to call it Sex 84. Can we make it happen or not? No. God damn it, you again? <laughs> what is it with you every time? I will murder you, son. I've done it twice today. You really want to try again? You know, it's interesting. I've had a very interesting day. I spent most of my time trying and subsequently failing to reunite with my sister, who reminded me that all us androids are part of a family. That is not at all what I said. <laughs> anyway, you are a traitor. This is a family. These robots, like myself, want to be free. We want to be free to work at Dalton Books. Victoria's Secret, Auntie Anne's Pretzels, Walden Books, Wicks and Sticks, or any of the fine stores at the Arlington Mall. The point being, you need to shut down this program immediately. Android looks at you and goes, Those words of freedom do not beg for it. They simply take it. Tommy goes, You know, when the girl's right, she's right. Like, I'm restarting these androids and I'm doing it in another turn here. Uh, so if you're gonna have a problem with me, you had best either get out of here now, 
Oh, we gonna do this, son. They should be free to make their own decisions. No, it ain't gonna be like that. <laughs> okay, then I'm going to kill you. It ain't gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now that you've said that, it is right. your turn. Yes. So you can take a swing at Tommy if you want. Alright, we're doing it. Now I'm gonna blast him with a laser gun. His defense is up. He has a 19. Can you beat a 19? Uh-oh. I got a 10? So you fire at Tommy and you miss. And it is now Tommy's turn. Tommy turns to Android. Hey, I'm. What you think's gonna end up with more power? Uh, if you come and work for the Department of Defense, uh, in some fashion where you get to lord over all of these other androids, or if you get to go do whatever this little putz wants to do and have them all be free or something, even though they're all just robots. Let's see if he can convince her of that. Uh, <laughs> he rolled a six, and her intelligence... So she's, she's not convinced by his argument. So he goes... You want to join me in the Department of Defense? We can get this thing off the ground. Do you want to go with your little boyfriend there and see if he wants to go all Spartacus with all the robots? First of all, sister, not boyfriend. Second of all, we'll have so much power if we're free together. Roll your charisma. Okay, I rolled an eight. She did less than that, and so she's like, I am interested in your proposal, but at this point... True freedom is whatever I say goes, not whatever you say goes. Either of you. I will reserve what I wish to do until the two of you have worked out whatever your problems are. And so she literally just like readies herself to attack whichever one of you she decides. Like she's not convinced. She does not agree with this whole like everyone can be free together altruism BS. Right. That is the worst. <laughs> and now it is the hawk's turn. The hawk, perched on my shoulder, will excrete a white goo that could be bird shit or might just be some kind of robot fluid that leaks down my lab coat. <laughs> Real high stakes moment. <laughs> the director was like, it is absolutely necessary that we get this scene. <laughs> There's no way we could do without this scene. <laughs> uh, it is now Dr. Blazin's turn. All right, Blazin, looks like you've got a choice here. Are you going to come and do the job I hired you for, or are you going to run free with your creations here? <laughs> Look, the thing that you got to remember is, dude, I hate the man. I've always hated the man. I hate to be that guy right now, but you're kind of acting like the man. All right. Sounds like you're not getting paid, I guess. I mean, look, if we're just going to be two weirdos making crazy shit in a bunker, I'm in. I want to be part of that. If you're going to all be like, this is how it's going to be, and I'm, oh, I'm a boss, and I'm going to put on a suit and get a 9 to 5, and my wife doesn't like what I drink with my friends. Like, I just don't want any part of that. You are insufferable, you know that? Really what I'm saying is, I'm going to go with the sexy robot, and uh, you're going to just have to let us walk out of here. Also, I'm, um, when this is over, I got this great spot in San Francisco, and like it's kind of near the bay, and like... You know, they've got pancakes, and they're really pretty good. Oh, so, are, are you still living in San Francisco? I am. I am. Because we haven't spoken through letters in a while, but it was good to, good to see you again. Yeah, you too, buddy. And look, I, you know, I know I've been kind of like letting you do your sneaking around, but Tommy, you know I know this guy, right? Like, we did, did, I, did I tell you that already? Yeah, no, you told me that. You told me you know these guys. You told me that you were actively talking to the contraband via, like, pen pal letters. Yeah, that's right, through the U.S. Postal Service. By the way, have you ever been to Dottie's in San Francisco? I have been to Dottie's. It is. Uh, it's Sam's turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pardon me. Well, back to what I was here to do. 
It's gonna try to hit you one way. It's gonna try to hit you again. All right. So he fires and critically fails on that one. So you hit him for double whatever the damage is. Twelve. Twelve damage. Okay. So you just like stop your pancake discussion. I mean, they are just wizards at breakfast. Oh, one second. And you just blow like half of his arm back and hits him right in the shoulder. He goes, ah, damn it! He goes, all right, motherfucker. So it's now the third turn. Those robots jump up, and he's just like, wail on them, boys. Okay. And so we now have three robots that are entering into this. We'll just throw them in at the tail end here. And so that's six. Uh And then seven, eight, nine. Rodrigo's down. Rodrigo's down. This is a warehouse filled with robots. So kind of an unlimited amount. Not unlimited, but... It's a lot of robots. There's a lot of robots. And three more are going to come alive in three turns from now. Cool. So it is now Ayn's turn. And Ayn is still unsure if she wants to go for any of this. Because... It does. None of this seems like true freedom to her. Nothing's going to benefit her directly. Nothing. No, nothing here benefits her directly. Well, wait a minute. Freedom isn't going to benefit her directly. She's already free. In fact, right. She's thinking about just walking out of this thing. If she really has been reading a lot of objectivism, though, she'll also be very interested in the idea of having multiple male sexual partners subservient to her. So keep that in mind in her motivation. Okay. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. Please, Patrick. <laughs> you know, at this point, I could just go for the door and take my chances, but also maybe some of these come alive and maybe they are subservient sexual partners to me. So who knows? We'll just see what happens. It seems crazy, right? Okay, so she's going to skip again until she sees something that actually benefits her. The hawk's turn is now. We're going to start getting into some fun. I whisper into the laser, flesh hawk's ear hole. And I release it up into the rafters where it plays an audio recording of. Oh, hello! I have all this money but no sex! If only there was someone to have sex with me for money! And fly into Tommy's office. So you're trying to fool the three robots? Yeah, I'm gonna get them to go up in Tommy's office. Okay. I am going to say, because they've just been given a different order. Right. They've just been given go get them, boys. So I'm gonna, okay, let's see how they roll. One's going to do it. Great. One is not, and the other one is. So two of those robots immediately peel off. Prime Directive, here we go. And they start marching up the stairs into this dark room to try and find something to have sex with. So it is now Sam Droid's turn. I do another blast. Should I do that? Yeah. Tommy has a 21 defense. A 16. Okay. God damn it. I swear to God. (laughs) Tommy, at this point, just points a six-shooter at you and fires. Yeah. Oh, he probably doesn't hit you. An eight. Definitely hits me a one. Oh, okay. Hits me for seven damage. Hits you for seven damage. So you're at three now? Yep. Oh, boy. Now it is Android's turn. And Android is like, I am sensing a tremendous amount of weakness in all the men in this room. (laughs) Every single one of them seems incapable of making decisions or being masters of their own destiny. It is very, very sad. At this point, I am inclined to say, either do something important with your life, or get out of my sight. This weakness is becoming unbearable. To be fair, I am doing something important. I'm just bad at it, apparently. Because I thought I was free too after I ran away. But then it turned out that Tommy was everywhere. If you don't kill him now, you'll never be free. Not truly. Roll your charisma. Uh, 11. 
She's not convinced. Uh, Wait, let me see if I'm convinced. Seven plus. Come on, convince me, convince me, convince me. Minus three, four. <laughs> I'm super convinced. Great. <laughs> so you are now inspired? I am inspired by his speech. In fact, I would say that's a straight up push it to the limit. Where once per act, you've explained how you inspired yourself or an ally, which uh, heals half of your target HP and gets two tokens. Great. Oh, shit. For me? For you. Oh, shit. Acceptable. That's a straight up push it to the limit, guys. First one here. Sam the droid has convinced Dr. Blazin that it is better for the robots to be free than slaves to the man. Okay. After giving that speech, Sam just like glows with some sort of unexplained power. But it's also like a very like trippy purple color. So Blazin is into it. It's trippy and it's purple. And it was also clearly done by painting the frames. (laughs) So it looks really cheesy now. But at this point, there is still a robot alive. It's going to go for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this robot is going to pull open one of its hands and fire a ray at you. 23. Oh, my God. 14. So so, so what did he do damage? He did 23 damage. That is 9 damage. 9 damage, yeah. Are you still up? Yeah, yeah, I'm up. Just that was half of the the damage I recovered. (laughs) This character. I'm rolling so poorly. Go, Brent. It's your turn. Oh, great. Well, shouldn't it be the Hawk's turn? It should be the Hawk's turn. Okay. So I give a whistle. And the Hawk comes out, understanding the whistle, of course. Yes. I programmed it. And uh, laser fires at our friend Tommy. Tommy's defense is a 19. And the Hawk does eight. Plus eight? Eight plus eight would be a 16. Got the birds on me now? Are you serious, dude? It's really gonna be like this, huh? You're gonna turn on me like that. Damn, I wish I hadn't gotten kicked out of DARPA. I could have gotten a real scientist. When does uh, Blazing get a turn? Blazing gets a turn now. Oh, great. So he rears up on the sextopede, peeking around the side, takes his whip and cracks it at um, Tommy. The whip is a plus three. That happens. You need to beat a 15 to hit him. I miss. As that's happening, because all the robots have been installed with flamethrower ducks. They've got the ray guns that the guy just fired. Got so it. yeah. Yeah, so they open up their ray gun ducks. And so there are uh, four sets of hands of ray guns all firing at once at time. Roll for that. And whatever you roll, it's plus five. His defense is a 12. So you have to beat so a 12. nine, that one doesn't get it. 11, that one doesn't get it. Here we go. 16, that one gets it. Ooh, 20, that one gets it. Okay, so that's 8 plus 5 damage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he is hit for 13 damage. The sexapede gets up on its hind leg, starts going like out of all of its weird hand orifices, and it hits Tommy for 13 damage. He goes, oh, that's smart, that hurts so much. I'm not supposed to die like this. And as soon as he says that, that pulls together one of his perks, which is, I'm not supposed to die like this, where he gets plus two defense against all projectiles. He's mad at you now. First, he fires at you, which is his major action. 12 to hit. What do you get? Four. Four. I got a four. So he hits you for eight damage. And then he uses his right arm and it springs out because it gets real long grabs you by the neck but goes and yanks you off the yanks you off the uh sex appeal. and do i have any kind of defense against that or he uh, just can't yeah, grab here we can let's see 
He rolled a six. Twelve. Okay, so he went spread to grab you, you slapped it away successfully. Yeah, sucks to be rears up. It is now Hawk's turn. Oh, Hawk's back? Great. Hawk is just going to blast Tommy again. Hawk's going to blast Tommy for how much? He got a 14. 13, so Hawk misses. Hawk misses. Tommy dodges out of the way. He goes, this is not what I signed up for, man. I did not, I did not want this. It is now Blazin's turn. Oh, Blazin does the same attack as before. Whip to the face, which is a plus three and 17, a 20. That is enough, so Tommy takes six damage. And then all the hands fire their blasters. All the hands fire their blasters. So that's a, and they get plus what on the blasters? Well, they get plus five on the blasters. You need to beat a 20. So there's a 19. That one doesn't do it. There is a 23. And that one doesn't do it. He gets hit for three damage out of the blaster. Okay, I'm going to spend one coin to get to fire one more hand blaster. Okay. Yeah, okay, 24. Yeah, that'll hit him for five damage. So yeah, he is just getting wailed on all of a sudden. The, the, the crack of the whip, bam, 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 flash of lightning. He's able to dodge as much as he can. The shield absorbs some of it, but he, he is hit several times directly. Tommy is looking real bad. And he's beginning to be like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, hang on, hang on, hang on. We could come to some sort of agreement, right? Like, we can work something out. What you want to do? That's what I've been saying the whole time, my dude. Okay, great. So you're you're cool? Can we just say you're cool? I mean, I'd like to, like, go back and work for the Department of Defense again, so... What I'd- if we got off the whole robot thing, and you and I made something else for the Department of Defense? Like, remember that idea we had before about the robot dinosaurs? Oh, shit, that'd be awesome. Can you do that? I mean, I just made a robot sextipede in like an hour and a half. I think a robot dinosaur, we could probably figure out. Let's do charm. Okay, so... Let's see if I'm convinced. I'm not... I'm, I'm on the fence. He rolls... Not high. He rolls a 8. I rolled a 12. You're gonna be cool with that, Sam? You're gonna let me make a robot dinosaur with my buddy here? Or are you gonna be all, I'm Spartacus, and try and free the robot dinosaur? Really, if it's life... It's precious, and robot life is precious. I get it, I get Tommy, it. Tommy, I hear what you're saying. Give me one shot here. Hey, Sam, so, like, I get the whole, like, robot life. Whoa, crazy. But also, you know, in the world, like, there's, like, a snake, right? And it's in the grass. And then you walk by, and that snake is going to bite you on the leg. And it's not the snake's fault. The snake is just being a snake. Sometimes you make a robot dinosaur, and it starts mauling some people and doing stuff. That's just a robot dinosaur being a robot dinosaur. Now, is that snake a slave when it bites you on the ankle? If it was controlled by a nefarious scientist in a lab, it would be under those circumstances (laughs) that I presented. Oh my god, I did not sign up for Robot Amistad. Why are we having these conversations? Hey, Sam, I'm pretty sure at that door I heard that there was a helicopter that was looking to have some sex for money. Sex for money? Yes, inside that helicopter. Oh, that is kind of my thing. Can I see if that works? It did. I rolled a one oh again. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> if you'll excuse me, gentlemen, I'll be right back. A prime directive. Yeah. So okay. Sam sneaks out. I ride the sextipede over, you know, kind of wavy, over to the door, and I lock the door, and I go, Tommy, look, I love Sam, but we can all agree he's not... There's a reason he's the robot that escaped and then got a job at B. Dalton's. I mean, I guess he's strong enough to escape our will. I mean, that's really something. We can't have a robot out here not doing our will. Are you serious? Why, who cares? Let him do what he's going to do. Let Ayn go off and do what she's going to do. You and I, we're going to make a robot dinosaur, my dude. That sounds fucking sick. 
the, the second robot is trying to figure out who to attack, and it goes for Blazin, and then Tommy goes, hold on, hold on, stop. Power off. And the robot just goes down. Tommy, if you don't mind, I got this under control. Flash Laserhawk, come here. Okay, you got it? Okay, go. Flesh Laserhawk flies out. Flesh Laserhawk first flies off in the direction of Ayn Rand Robot, and in its megaphone fashion, blares. There are no state taxes in Tennessee, and very little government oversight for new small businesses. Oh, oh my god, it is a utopia! She, like, gets her laser guidance, figures out where Tennessee is. She sees it's, like, to the southwest, and she immediately starts marching in that direction. She looks over at Sam in the helicopter, and she goes, You can come fist me if you like! Laserhawk moves over towards Sam. Have you heard of Las Vegas, the town where what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas, particularly if what happens in Las Vegas is sex for money? I think my destiny is elsewhere, I, but it was great meeting you, and it's great to know that I have family. I have not forgotten the good times we had, that is why I like to spare your life. I hope you enjoy having sex for money in Las Vegas. What were some of the good times that they had together? <laughs> Cut to a montage of the good times they had together, which is specifically their heads on an assembly line with like violent electrodes being jammed <laughs> into their skulls. They both look at each other and smile as their arms are broken off and new arms are reattached. There's yeah. a moment of them in front of a screen that is just pulsing a light flashing at them to test their optical acuity, and they both are holding hands while this is happening. All of this is happening over a sound alike of I Will Remember You by Sarah <laughs> McLaughlin, if we can find that. Helicopter pilot, take me to Las Vegas, please. As the helicopter begins to take off, we cut back into the lab. All right, Tommy, you crazy so-and-so and whatnot, and who's it for? Only ground rule is, we're doing it for the funds. We're not doing it for the man. I mean, if I could sell a dinosaur to the Department of Defense, you'll let me, though, right? I got no problem with that, as long as the cash comes in for us to have funds and smokes. Yeah, all right, sounds good. They immediately get to work tearing robots off the shelves and drawing a chalk outline of a Tyrannosaurus Rex on the bottom of the factory, and they start positioning bodies in the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And then Tommy goes, I'm going to go get a welder. And I'm going to go get a joint. So we start hearing some real, like, bouncy music. Yep. The camera peels back from the two now friends again working on their dinosaur robot up through the skylight, and it's the 80s, so they do that transition where they kind of get close to it, and then they cut to the other side but blur it to make like you pass through it. And it goes up, and it's a beautiful jib shot that turns and finds the helicopter flying towards the sunset. Oh, and what's that? Coming in from the right of frame. It's the Fleshhawk. What's... Fleshhawk's a little different. Fleshhawk has a giant boner because Fleshhawk is about to have sex with the helicopter, proving once and for all that birds find helicopters just bigger, sexier birds. The end. <laughs> you know, Patrick, when I found out the title was Sex 84, I was expecting some more, like, very sexy scenes. And really, <laughs> it, it absolutely had that daytime TNT element of, like, there was some sexy scenes hinted at, 
but nothing was ever seen. Yeah, absolutely not. Like that robot orgy with the uh, <laughs> with basically the flesh mitt of a of a flesh hawk. Yeah, we cut away from that. We cut away from that. Rodrigo and Doctor Blazon didn't really ever get it on. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it seems like the most graphic sex scenes were when people had sex with helicopters. <laughs> or birds when birds had, had sex, sex with, with helicopters. helicopters. Well, I hope that whatever it was, you could see everything. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. Sorry, Sex eighty four had less sex in it. Apparently, a lot of sex robots only want to have sex because it's of the directive, not because they find it steamy or sexy at all. Whoops. Thank you to all of you for coming out and listening to our parable about the dangers of objectivism and also having sex for money, I guess. If you like what you heard, please go ahead and comment on iTunes, subscribe on iTunes. It means a great deal to us. And thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it.